Welcome to the Unleashed Entertainment Talk Show, Mornings with D and featuring Melissa Kay. Unleashed, uninhibited, unapologetic, on the radio and worldwide. Get your morning fix. Cancel culture has been canceled. 104.3 FM mornings and the daily podcast, UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Stand by for liftoff. Cancel culture has been canceled on Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Check out the radio show and podcast. Good morning, good morning. It is the Friday edition. Hope everybody is well today, my friends. Today is Friday, December 15, 2023. Here we are. Another week has gone by. Only, what, nine days for Christmas? Nine or ten? That's crazy, y'all crazy i cannot believe that we are back y'all to the christmas time the season and don't forget you guys please don't forget whatever it is you're out there doing i know work is tough the economy's insane our country's insane but please don't forget what the reason for the actual season is okay the reason for the actual season today we're going to be cranking up a lot of information out there for you good morning Cindy was happening. So we're at WPBP 104.3 FM. The Pirates. Also, we're on the TuneIn app at WPBP. Good morning, Raymond Jones. And we're on Facebook right now on the live feed video audio at uh, just go to Facebook, type in Unleashed Entertainment Talk in the search box. You'll see the double camera shot of Unleashed. Jump in the comment box. Get involved with the conversation, Joe. Free speech. So important, y'all. So important. Good morning, Karen Cole Barrett. We also have a text line brought to you by MobilityMedicalInc.com. MobilityMedicalInc.com. 769-208-3809 is the text line. 769-208-3809. Got some leftover text messages to read. I was not here yesterday. But we're back on this Friday, December 1-5. Anyway, share the feed. Share the info. It's up to us, you guys. It is 100% up to us as citizens of this country and just downright people with common sense to get the information out to the people and not to only ask the lunatics what is wrong with them, but seriously, There are a lot of people left with common sense, and now is the time that we all have to get together to make sure we're able to hold on to this common sense, okay? This thing that we call common sense anyway. It's uh, tested every day. It's tested every day, and, and basically, it's tested in every way. So again, thank you all for joining us. We do have a live call-in studio phone number at 601-863-3200. 601-863-3200. After this show is finished, we upload it to our podcast. We appreciate all the unbelievable downloads and the incredible people that are standing up regarding the podcast. Honestly, we do appreciate it. All over the world and all over the nation. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, Angie. Nice and early. It's December, y'all. Early in the morning. Chilly mornings. But, hey, we could have it a lot worse. 
some people are waking up to zero temperatures already <laughs> you know if that's what you like though hey nothing wrong with that if that's what you're into it's a little bit too chilly for me personally but hey whatever so on this day in history going to start this out today with this on this day in history which was december and is december 15 but in 1791 on this day december 1 5 the bill of rights was ratified all right and uh, we had of, of course co-defining unique freedoms in our new nation a compromise following the constitution's ratification the first 10 amendments proved for the american people okay it's important you know i've been doing so much stuff regarding the constitution lately all that stuff was so brilliant okay the first 10 amendments to the u.s constitution collectively which are known as the quote bill of rights were ratified following a uh, honestly a crazy national debate on this day 1791 y'all 1791 their passage came three and a half years after the constitution was enacted to become the framework for the national government back in 1788 a clash of course erupted over the ratification of the constitution with the anti-federalists opposing the creation of a strong national government and rejecting the Federalists who were advocating for, you know, different things that they were adopting into the Constitution. Basically, that was their progressive party that was complaining back then, okay? That was the beginning of the, the Democratic Party uh, versus the Constitutionalists, the Federalists, which obviously is the Republican Party at this point. So Thomas Jefferson said, regarding this day in history, a Bill of Rights is what the people are entitled to against every government on earth. Okay, let's think about that. Let's think about how it's stepped on now, how it's ignored. You ever seen those little stickers on the back of somebody's vehicle where it's a little stick man drawing of somebody peeing on somebody else or peeing on an object that's what's being happened right now to our constitution and our bill of rights so thomas jefferson made it clear y'all so whenever somebody says something to you just say look the bill of rights is what the people are entitled to okay entitled to against every and that capital word is every every government on the entire earth there you go so whatever these people try to tell you whatever these people try to fill you your head full of ridiculousness the deliberate ignoring of the bill of rights and the constitution hey guess what middle finger to all of them middle finger to all of them the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay? Second Amendment of the Bill of Rights. The right of the people keep and bear arms and it shall not be infringed. They currently, each and every day, are fighting for more and more and more and more gun control. That is not the answer.
It's not the answer to crime. It's not the answer to anything. What that is the answer to is to tell for them to that's for the big tyrants. They want to take take your guns away. Because right now that that particular second amendment is all we have to escape the tyrants. Because the countries who have banned weapons and banned their quote second amendment Therefore, they have nothing anymore to hold over the government's head. Nothing. So they're already working hard right now here, obviously, as we already know, on the freedom of speech, the censorship, all of the things that come within our constitutional rights. And, and now, of course, they're just push, 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 push on the anti-Second Amendment, Bill of Rights, all of that, saying that we can bear arms, Okay. And that cannot be infringed upon, according to the Bill of Rights. So, today in history, the Bill of Rights was formed and started in 1791. So, that is our little trivia for the day on this Friday, Friday, Friday. Some people say, finally, Friday. I say, hey, Friday, what's up? What you doing? All right, so, Angie said, some don't even realize we have the right to own whatever weapons our government has. Yeah, of course we do, that they can use against us. Debbie said law is law, and it doesn't matter how old it is. That's right. Period, y'all. I mean, <laughs> the 27 times that there has been changes in the, quote, Constitution has been by Congress. A lot of people forget about Article 5, though, which allows the people to bring it back. Certain things like term limits, certain things like government overreach, our fiscal spending and all that. Bring it back to the people. That's what why I'm involved in constitute. I mean, excuse me, convention of the states is to call a convention, which is really legal, very legal. It's actually in Article five of the Constitution to call a convention to reel in government overreach, which is a lot right now, more than ever. Fiscal spending, which is a lot right now, more than ever. And then, of course, the main one is to put term limits on the dinosaurs. A Supreme Court justice can be a Supreme Court justice for their entire life or until they die, if they choose. Okay, period. Look, at, you know, and also some of the senators, etc. I mean, they're just ancient, y'all. Extremely ancient. We talk a lot about Joe Biden's, you know, mind and how he's probably has dementia, so on, so on, and so on. But we're forgetting about some of the other politicians who are still in there, like Mitch McConnell, etc. They may not have dementia, so to speak, but they're not sharp as attack anymore, you guys. And when you're taking care of the absolute United States of America, you need to be sharp as a tack or as close to that freaking tack as you can possibly get. Really and truly. That's why it's very important. You know, Roger Wickers, another one from Mississippi, Benny Thompson, a foolishness, S. Starter. You know, Benny Thompson, that guy's the one that sent the letter over to get the FBI to put and the DOJ and etc. to put the federal marshals on the airplanes, on the jets, on the commercial flights. All the air marshals, all of them, 
to look over, and they're still doing it, to watch Trump supporters when they're traveling with all the other open border issues and terrorists. That's what Benny Thompson's all about. Benny Thompson is like Liz Cheney. They were on the whacked out January 6th committee. Total scam. You know, total. So let's not forget Benny Thompson and Roger Wicker and Michael Guest to put them on that list. They are right here, fresh, freshly from Mississippi. Okay. House representatives and senators, y'all. That's what these people are. Representing our state. Which, therefore, they're representing the country by following along with the Joe Brandon Biden policy, following along with the committees, and literally getting caught and getting busted sending out letters in Benny Thompson's case to, <laughs> to the DOJ, the FBI, etc. All of the law enforcement alphabet agencies that are ran and controlled, unfortunately, by politicians. So that's my thoughts on that, which is just absolutely true. I mean, it, it's just, there's no hiding it. There's nothing. There's no hiding it. There's nothing. So I, I'm sure you all know, because everybody knows at this point, this week has been insane. They finally opened the impeachment inquiry on Biden, which... I don't understand why it has to be an inquiry. Why can't they just, you know, impeach this dude? Really? Like right away? And then, of course, the Hunter Biden ridiculous skipping out on uh, the deposition and not walking in the congressional hearing, but, but setting up a press conference out on the sidewalk in front of the Senate, Senate part, not the House. And uh, just doing a press conference. I mean, like, it's no big deal. And honestly, we all know this is another slap in whose face? Our face. Because if any of us were getting along, I mean, excuse me, if any of us were being charged or even being accused or having accusations of all these things that, you know, Hunter Biden has done, we would be underneath the prison all right underneath the prison crazy stuff y'all so anyway just doesn't make any sense y'all it really doesn't i think uh we haven't been talking about it as much as you know lately as we probably should but this whole fentanyl thing with the young people is very scary you guys it really is and I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, or you don't vote at all. This is a one of the scariest things going on in our country, okay? Especially for the young people. And I mean, really, I'm talking about accidental overdoses and dying. Just literally, there's a video out there of a police officer touching with her fingers, barely touching fentanyl, and it, and it put her in... A seizure and she almost died y'all this is crazy this is what the world is it was what's happening right now the Russ man good morning good to see you last night Russ so the San Francisco chief medical examiner out in, in San Fran 
his latest report or her latest report indicates the city had the most accidental drug overdoses recorded in a single year ever in the history of which most of those were in fentanyl y'all but yet but yet we have an open border that invites terrorists invites the cartel invites the runners the donkeys for the cartel to bring over the fentanyl it just you know it really does, y'all. And the so-called governor, Gavin Newsom of California, sits back, smiling with the veneers, and does absolutely nothing. But, oh, this guy wants to run for president. Come on, you guys. Can you imagine if this goofball was the president of our country? It would be more the same like Biden except for he's younger and brighter, so he would push the communism a little further. So that's what would happen. That's what would happen. And my question is, does this story we're talking about, fentanyl, all that stuff, the border, does this even register at all? Seriously, does this story register at all with those people who continually vote for the Democrats? You got to wonder because let's be just straightforward here because that's the way I like to be. Liberalism is pure insanity. Yet there are still people that support these insanity people, these insane people, rather. Why? Seriously. And in San Fran and cities just like them, even close to us in Mississippi, it doesn't matter anymore. Okay, the insanity has reached out across the country. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not immune. You're not immune. It's out there. You know, it's just more radical in the larger cities because there's more people, okay? But the Democrat leaders on a small level to a large level are the ones running this thing, okay? And it still amazes me every single day how either naive the normal public is how dumb the normal public is or they just literally don't care how the the what's going on around them y'all and what's being done to them by our current administration you know it's just unbelievable joe biden and the biden administration have to be, for the sake of this country, they have to be held personally accountable for all of this, the open borders, letting the poison, the fentanyl, flow through, period. And it's just, that's just what's happening, okay? And to think, in my own mind, not just everybody's mind, but my mind, we all used to look up to California and New York. We grew up looking up to those places. They have become the new, the new progressive left sewage of America and, quite frankly, the world. Okay? I just, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Anyway, 
I got a text message at 769-208-3809, 769-208-3809, that's our text message line. Actually, I got a couple of text messages trying to get these on subject here. Um, here's a text message from Al that says, hey, why would this surprise anyone by the way Gavin Newsom has ran California in the ground? Yeah, that's what I brought up, but it's true. You know, eventually, eventually, hopefully, somebody's going to start opening their mi their minds up to common sense. We, one could only hope, right? One could only hope. Then here's another text message from Anthony. You reap what you sow. The people continue to vote for the fools. You know, he's not wrong. Okay? He's not wrong. Um... You know, another text message unknown. Biden's America. Is there anyone shocked? Well, I don't really get shocked anymore. I used to, but now it's just, uh, unfortunately, like someone just said in our Facebook chat book, I mean, excuse me, Facebook comment section, the intention is to kill millions. Well, I'll tell you what, the fentanyl is taking care of that, okay? It's going to be. If it's not already, it's definitely going to be. Debbie said, it's an enemy tactic to get people not to use their God-given wisdom. Yeah, all of this, y'all, they allow to happen. And good morning to Danny Ray. What's up, brother? But really, this right here is just more. I mean, anyone that can say that our current administration and the entire Democratic Party and some of the Republican Party cares about us is just freaking out of their mind at this point. I mean, really. Completely out of their mind. Because they do not care. They do not care. And when I say they don't care, they don't care at all, y'all. They don't care at all. Listen, this has been a big deal over the last couple of days. I mean, there's so much going on that you kind of have to mold things into conversations because the the swamp that Donald Trump went in to drain has now completely done an opposite turn since he's been gone. And the reason being is purposely, of course. And uh, But anyway, Senate Foreign Relations Committee Chairman Ben Cardin said yesterday on Thursday that sending aid to Ukraine is more important than border security. This guy said this, okay, flat out. Okay, these are the kind of foolish fools that need to be gone. So let's call this guy out, Ben Cardin, C-A-R-D-I-N. He said yesterday that sending aid money to Ukraine is more important than border security. This makes me livid, sorry, and it should make everybody livid. Since the Ukraine-Russia war began in 2022, the United States has provided over $75 billion in aid to the country. Republicans have opposed Senate Democrats' proposed $61 billion 
package to Israel unless it's accompanied by border security reforms. Okay. But then you, uh, Mr. Cardin, this jerk off, Ukraine, in response to that, he said that, like I said earlier, y'all, like I said earlier, this guy, this Fruit Loop, who's making decisions on the country and money, he just, he literally had the nerve, the galls, or the pure evil, whatever he is. On Thursday, that was yesterday, y'all, that sending aid to Ukraine is more important than border security. What's wrong? What's wrong with these people, y'all? That's what I want to know. What is absolutely wrong with these people? Border security along the southern border, and that was included in the president's original package with Israel aid. Do you agree that border funding should be considered with the same urgency as Israel aid? And if so, do you plan to insist on it, perhaps in conjunction with this aid, maybe in exchange for or in replacement of the IRS cuts? Well, you know, first of all, what the president offered in this package as far as securing our border is a joke. It actually makes our border more porous, that they he creates a process that makes amnesty more efficient. He does nothing to slow down the magnet that he has turned on to bring people from from overseas. As far as I'm concerned, my number one priority is to secure our border. There you go. That right there is the response to Mr. Cardin, who suggests that Ukraine money is more important than the border. The only thing that should be on these people's mind right now, in my opinion, this is an opinion-based show, like it or not, is we should be protecting our own freaking border, okay? Seriously, these people are bringing the fentanyl over, killing you know, hundreds of thousands of people. They're bringing all these people over here, upwards of 15 million now, since Biden's been in office. It's time for a little bit of that common sense, y'all. It goes a long way in a crazy freaking world. It goes a long way. Nestled on the water in Ridgeland, When I say the deep state, I mean the permanent government, the people that are there long after the people that are yes. elected come and go and come and go. For sure. The deep state won't will not let Trump become president. That's my own personal belief. Um, yeah. Neocons, of course, are lining up behind Nikki Haley. You see the press coverage, the Associated Press. You see the, 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 the mainstream media, the, the, the military industrial complex wants Nikki Haley. Of course, they want to continue to make a lot of money. Biden is a walking vegetable. Uh, what do you see happening in 2024, what do your political instincts tell you from having covered this your your whole life? 
I mean, it's opaque. It's like looking through a shower curtain. You can only see outlines. Um, and I'm not bragging, but one of my few skills is I, you know, I've called most races pretty accurately because they're pretty obvious. The outlines are obvious years in advance. And certainly a year out, they're very obvious. In this case, it seems irresolvable. So you have, you know, basically every power center in the country will do anything to prevent Trump from winning, anything. I mean, that's the most important thing to them is to keep Trump from becoming president again. Now, why is that is a whole separate and very interesting conversation, but that's just a fact, okay? And these are the same people who are lecturing us about democracy. We're saving democracy. Democracy dies in darkness. Democracy is the most important thing. You heard that creepy defense contractor say what we're really doing is preserving democracy. We're not just like selling weapons. We're preserving democracy, right. it, which was a nauseating clip. And I and I hope on some level he's punished for that. But um, anyway, so but then at the same time you have Trump like is leading leading the race in in every nonpartisan or all the liberal polls are showing him leading the race, beating Joe Biden in the in the battleground states. So like they can't let him win, but if they don't let him win, then it's just super obvious that all this democracy stuff was fraudulent and that it's not a democracy, it's an oligarchy run by the richest people, that Bernie Sanders, back when he was a free man, was telling the truth. And so at that point, like, the veil's off. We can't pretend anymore. Like, when they killed Kennedy, which they did, um, they could kind of pretend, like, everything's fine. But after this election, there's no pretending everything's fine. Everyone will know. And it is a little bit like you get kidnapped, you get thrown in the back of the car, and... All of a sudden, the kidnapper turns around and lowers his mask, and you see his face. And that's not a good thing. Because once you see his face, he has to kill you. Because you know who he is. He can't let you go then. Okay? So you sort of want the kidnapper to keep his mask on because the pretense allows him the freedom to let you go in the end, to pretend everything's fine. But they've showed us who they are with such unmistakable clarity that I, you know, I kind of don't know how we get along after this election unless they decelerate and just, and just do what they should do, which is like, look, we don't like Trump, here's why. We don't think he's good for the country, here's why. We think Joe Biden's great, here's why. America, make your choice. But I don't think they are going to do that. They're morally obligated to do that, but they won't. And it's incumbent on them to do that. Stop charging them with bullshit crimes that your own people skate on. Like, that's the truth. Stop that. Just let the election happen. Let's but will they let the election happen? Doubtfully, right? Those are things we have to look forward to in the year 2024. Will they let the election actually happen? Anyway, good morning, good morning. It is December 15th, 2023. Second segment of the show. And uh, we're coming at you wide open at WPBP 104.3 FM. We're also on the TuneIn app, live stream worldwide at WPBP. On Facebook, live video at uh, Unleashed Entertainment Talk is the name of the page. Type in the search bar, check out the comment section. My name is Dee. We'll be here from 6.30 till 9.30 Monday through, I mean, excuse me, 8.30. Monday through Friday, and that's Central Time. Early in the mornings. Someone text us also at the Mobility Medical text line. That's uh, Mobility Medical Inc., of course. MobilityMedicalInc.com. Let's make sure we put that in there. Dot com. Interesting conversation with Tucker Carlson. I mean, listen, basically every power center in the country will do anything because they all have Trump derangement syndrome. They will do anything to prevent Trump from winning. But what is going to happen, y'all? I mean, we don't know, but I'm just saying what is going to happen. They want the permanent government, of course. They want the permanent government. And that is exactly 
exactly what some people have been saying for a long time. Some people. Not a lot, unfortunately. Not a lot. But some people, yes. Some people have called it like they've seen it for quite a long time. The deep state will not stop, though, y'all. They're not going to just disappear, okay, and Trump's going to get ahead in the polls and they're not going to freak out and blah, blah, blah. No, that's not what they're going to do. They're going to 1,000%, 100%, whatever you want to say. They're going to <laughs> lose their freaking minds. They're already losing their minds, y'all. Seriously. They tell the truth. <laughs> like they tell the truth to a drunk person, basically. You know, it's like, come on now. It's not the real truth. They just put a couple of lines in there that may or may not be truth. Head on, put your head on that swivel, y'all. Keep it going. That's what David Hall always says. Do that. Dystopia has been achieved full stop that's two quotes from mr david hall thank you thank you thank you thank you um let's see here i've got a very long couple of texts actually one from a they just put jane doe is their name okay that's cool jane doe good morning they've tried everything they lit the world on fire they aired out his dirty laundry they being the progressive left democrats they politically indicted him and his lawyers, and he get, he only gains more support, more support, and many more people who never actually voted for him. So, anyway, that's an opinion, and, and they have done that. They have done that because, listen, nobody wants to see, I mean, the majority of the country, these are very small little crazy people in the Democratic Party that are putting the pressure on the Biden administration and the analyst and every whoever else is running the O-Biden administration, uh, you know, people are wising up, okay? They're wising up. Seriously. They're literally wising up. Not everybody, and we need a lot more people to wise up, but... <laughs> There is a lot of people who are wising up and good for them, okay? Just got a message from uh, Richard Willis. Good morning, sir. Surely these leaders are being installed. The majority of American votes cannot be this stupid, right? I mean, you would think. You would think. That's why it's so important. <laughs> It's so important that we all, I mean, whether you think or don't think that there is election interference, that there is election fraud, that there is election this, election that, gigantic numbers of people need to literally vote and make your voice not only be heard, but obvious. Take 10 people with you. Whatever it takes, y'all. Whatever it takes. Because it's going to take a lot. Let's just be honest. It is. Sadly, but truly. It is going to take a absolute lot. And <laughs> agree or disagree. You know I'm right on that. Because everybody knows 
that the Democratic Party, when they get behind a candidate or cause an issue, a policy, whatever it is, they 100% jump in on it. Unfortunately, the Republicans, some of them, are too fickle for that. One part of the party goes to this, one part of the party goes to that, etc., so on and so on. Now, there are some legitimate disagreements right now in the Democratic Party because they're starting to see that Joe Biden may not have a chance to win this thing. So, of course, disagreements on that and disagreements with the lunatic progressives that want to celebrate and take up for Hamas terrorists and etc. And then they're mad at Joe for not being, you know, harder on Israel and etc. So on. But that's just what's going on, okay? That's what's going on. It's uh gotten ridiculous, y'all. <laughs> and the Republican turncoat, <laughs> Miles Taylor, this guy. You know, I, I usually refuse to play anything from MSNBC, which is the just sewer network. That this guy is has, but I have to play it because I want people to be aware just how deep the Trump derangement syndrome has gotten, y'all. This guy says that if Trump is reelected, he could turn off all of our internet. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that presidents can do. But why in the world does this jokester think that Donald Trump would turn off our Internet? Come on now. This is, so, I mean, do y'all remember Mike Taylor? He is the, quote, Republican who wrote an anonymous piece for the liberal media <laughs> claiming he was a anti-Trump resistance in the Trump White House. Well while working in the Department Homeland Security. This week, this jokester is back on MSNBC making his rounds, making his rounds, talking to Pippi Longstockings, Jen Psaki, and he pushed the anti-Trump, quote, conspiracy theories that they're always saying that the conservative talk shows, uh, you know, push. Anyway, this guy is... Uh, literally looking for clicks, ratings, whatever it is. And this guy was, quite frankly, which is pretty scary, is the former chief of staff for the Department of Homeland Security. That's what's wrong with this place. That's how deep that the doomsday stuff goes with the Trump derangement syndrome. It just does. While we sit here, pay for these departments, pay for these insane people, to have, and, and not just the elected ones, also the bureaucrats. It's just unreal. Liz Cheney's been talking about that I am also obsessed with is kind of what damage he could do within government without even necessarily breaking the law. Like how he could use the levers of government to bend to his will. You've worked in government. What scares you the most? Well, the possibilities are almost limitless, and I spent nearly two years asking that question to people, and I wrote it in this book, Blowback, but to try to paint that 
picture to try to understand what he would actually do by talking to all of my former colleagues at different departments and agencies under Trump and asking them that question, what will happen in a second term? The biggest concerns for me are on the national security side. I think Americans still don't understand the full extent of the president's powers and things Donald Trump could do, bubble wrapped in legalese, that would be damaging to the republic. And one of those that I've noted is there's something in the White House called the Doomsday Book. And for the first time, DHS gave authorization for me to mention this publicly. Uh, and the fact that there are concerns that that book, which is supposed to be used to protect the country in instances of armed foreign invasion or rebellion, it's the president's most extraordinary powers could be picked up by Trump and used for domestic political purposes. He could invoke powers we've never heard a president of the United States invoke, potentially to shut down companies or turn off the Internet or deploy the U.S. military on U.S. soil. Uh, we don't know because, you know, the things that are in there, the emergency powers of the president aren't widely known to the American people. So that's a big worry for Come on now. You guys, I play these type videos. This is what's happening with the nut jobs this is what's happening so i'm going to leave this story behind us right now because i can't listen to jen saki's voice another second longer anyway here's the point here's the point of me playing the audio clip and talking about the story people like this y'all people like this are willing to believe anything about trump no matter how insane that it sounds okay no matter how insane it sounds they are willing to believe anything about trump trump derangement syndrome is very real <laughs> very real and the nut jobs that believe in it are also very real they talk about all these other people middle-aged white men who are dangerous to the country you know and then they have foolishness like that. Foolishness. Because honestly, it is literally <laughs> made up fear. It is made up fear. Fear. F-E-A-R. That's what it is, y'all. Nothing else. And quite frankly, nothing more. So, anyway... All I got to say is we're rolling into some times that we've never, of course, ever been through. These times being the worst economic times in our lifetime, for sure. The highest mortgage rates, interest rates, inflation, taxes, etc., so on and so on. I mean, we could go on for an hour on this show about how bad of a financial decline the country is in. While the Joe Biden administration still will step up to that podium every day without their pants catching on fire and completely lie. Why? They don't care. It doesn't affect them, y'all. We talk about it every day. It doesn't affect them. They're elitists. They don't have to worry about the grocery store bill, the power bill, these normal things that, quite frankly, all normal people have to deal with every day the car notes the insurance notes etc so on they don't think about that it's on a it's on an automatic draft from their bank account never crosses their mind okay never meanwhile meanwhile the american citizens especially all literally all of the hard working 
lower and middle class are paying, paying the ultimate price for the insanity. Okay, they're paying the ultimate price for the rent, the mortgages, the inflation, the fossil fuel prices, and being told that they're worthless, basically. Okay, how's that make you feel? We know how it makes us feel right here at Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Uninhibited and definitely unapologetic. Don't forget our text line right here is uh, brought to you in part by MobilityMedicalInc.com, MobilityMedicalInc.com. You can text us at 769-208-3809, 769-208-3809. The studio in call number 601-863-3200. The podcast after the show, every show is also available on the podcast list for your listening pleasures. At your favorite platforms, Spotify, Apple, Podbean, etc., iHeartMedia, Google Play, Amazon, Pandora, and uh, the rest. So good morning to Lloyd Travis checking in. We've been getting loaded up with some text messages, and we're going to get to those here in just a minute. Did not forget about you, I promise, I promise. Now, over in Nevada, Nevada, over in the Nevada, they're awake now too, y'all, because... Nevada is also getting blown up with the open borders, okay? The open borders. So, something's got to be done, and, and we cannot keep waiting, and we cannot have the, quote, Republicans sitting on their hands, and we definitely are going to literally have to force Joe Biden to change the policy. He doesn't care, y'all. We have to... We have to come to the conclusion in our minds that the Joe Biden administration and the Democratic Party do not care about the border. I mean, it's been made clear, loud and clear for the last three years. And, you know, at some point, y'all, you just have to accept the fact they don't care. They don't. So... But they need to start caring. That doesn't mean they're going to, but they need to. Of course they do. It's just the right thing to do. We want our southern border secured, and we want it done right now. The Department of Homeland Security is supposed to secure our border and our homeland. So what are they focused on? The far left and the Uniparty want to weaken America. Congress, you need to get to work and close our border. We have unknown people from all over the world flooding into our country. We have drugs flooding into our country. We have human trafficking. Secure our border and do it today. Enough is enough. Amen. Amen. Now, that was sent to me, okay, by one of my listeners on the podcast. Thank you very much for sending me that. That is ElizabethForNevada.com, okay, ElizabethForNevada.com. She is... um, the youngest elected female state senator in Nevada's history. Okay. She is the youngest elected female state senator in Nevada's history. And look, she's right on point, you guys. Right on point. Period. This is what people actually care about. The things that she just talked about. 
And that these conversations, like she's saying, by calling out the, quote, uniparty, because that's what's going on with a lot of the Republicans, y'all. They're not Republicans. <laughs> we only have six states. This is her right here. We only have six states away from having donations from every state for her to continue to fight the swamp. And look, period. Just like she says in this quote right here, she'll fight the swamp, their left-wing agenda in Washington, and to restore the country for we the people. She, but, but she also says that she will fight the Uniparty, okay? The Uniparty, which are these rhinos, these, these people that are donating and just signing on. There's a big, big, huge, huge thing going on right now that a lot of the Republicans signed on to, y'all, and it's so freaking disappointing. It's disappointing to all of us who enjoy the Constitution and who want to reel in fiscal spending, overspending, overreach, and all that. And But yet, it's happening, and these are Republicans, okay? The, look, look we, have to, we have to be honest with ourselves, okay? We just do. If we don't, we're in bad shape, y'all. We're in bad, bad shape. We have to be honest with the issues that are going on out there. Not everybody, not everybody can be honest. They just can't. But we, as people who believe in the Constitution, who believe in a fair election, who believe in our freedom of speech, first of all, and, and obviously the Second Amendment, but we, we have to continue to fight for all of that. Because if we don't, I mean, it's done, y'all. 147 Republicans, 147, y'all, Republicans, y'all. There's a list everywhere available online. All you got to do is search. But 147 Republicans voted in favor, okay, yesterday morning in favor of the unconstitutional FISA extension because they were told if it didn't pass, the government couldn't spy on terrorists. So if you're in Congress and if you fell into that trap, you're not as smart as you thought you were. And that's calling it like it is. It's calling it like it is. And I was listening to uh, Representative Thomas Massey, love that dude, on uh, Glenn Beck. And I mean, you know what? It's They're not wrong, you guys. These people that are calling out both sides are not wrong. It's, it's sometimes uncomfortable because you say, you know, I'm a Republican. I mean, look, I get it. I'm on the radio talking about it, so I get it. Just because you say you're a Republican, and we've had this discussion, doesn't mean you're a rhino or a, a sellout or a uniparty, whatever whatever name you want to use. It means what we 
what we traditionally want it to mean, which is an actual conservative. But unfortunately, those are the swamp mongers, and they can be on any freaking side, okay? Period. We continue to learn that every day, every month, every year, every election cycle, every time there's a committee hearing, every time there are policies to be voted on, etc., so on and so on. But uh, anyway, I did want to play a Glenn Beck, Thomas Massey audio section. It is straight up, honestly, talking about the tough things, the tough things that we, as United States citizens, need to be talking about regarding the Uniparty. Because, hey, they're there. And honestly, I don't see it getting any better. Probably getting worse until we reel them in, you guys. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Well, I've been better. I'm a little bit out of breath. I just ran from that vote that um, just threw away the Fourth Amendment to our Constitution. Uh, they passed the, uh, the extension of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. Oh, my God. Of course, it's been used to spy on Americans, so it's misnamed. But Was it even close? It was close in a way. Um, we only needed one-third of the House to vote against it to stop it. See, I sit on the Rules Committee. Chip Roy sits on the Rules Committee. Ralph Norman sits on the Rules Committee. We have a blocking position, and we, and we said, you're not going to mash this thing together with the funding for our military and put it on the floor. That's the swamp way of doing things, and we're done with that. So instead of bringing the bill through the Rules Committee, as most bills go, they brought it on the floor without going through the Rules Committee by suspending the rules. Jeez. Now. They can do that, but but then they have to get a two-thirds majority vote. So we needed 140 votes, roughly, out of the people who were present to yeah. stop it. Yeah, we yeah. 118. 118. I would assume most of them Republicans, but I hear there were some Democrats that were against this as well. Yeah, we had 73 Republicans vote against this uh, and 45 Democrats vote against it. Listen to this, America. Just 76, did you say? Republicans. Republicans. Yeah. That is insanity. What are these people thinking? Well, Glenn, they put you in a, a skiff here, one of these secret rooms without your phone, and they try to convince you the world's going to end if you don't allow them to reauthorize this. But that's a false choice. We passed a reform to this that would require the government to get a warrant out of Jim Jordan's Judiciary Committee, another committee that Chip Roy and I sit on. And, and the Speaker, instead of bringing it to the floor— on, as a standalone bill, brought this uh, this horrible thing that, as you said in your in your intro, we already know they've admitted they've used it illegally on two hundred fifty thousand times on Americans. They brought the same program back to the floor, and they say it's a four month reauthorization. But as it's Mike not. Lee, who's read the bill, points out, it may be more than a year reauthorization because they'll just reset the clock in January. I. Can you give me any hope for for the republic? <laughs> People ask me, is there any hope? I, I say I am here on the 5% chance that we can fix it and on the 30% chance that it all goes to hell and I live through that and I can be here to, to try to put it back together. Wow. Powerful words right there. Powerful but true words. Okay. This is what's going on in our country, y'all. This is what's going on in the Republican and the Democrat Party. 
okay? This is what's going to continue spying on Americans, spying on people just like you and me. I know that you say that, well, I mean, I don't, I don't do anything. They're not worried about my little self. Well, I have a message right here on my uh, Facebook comment section right now from a gentleman that I know here in town, super late. Speaking of the border, I shared an interview with the great Lyra Logan, who's done a fantastic job, and, of course, Representative Clay Higgins, who is, we're going to talk about him in just a couple of minutes also. But where they are talking about the border in the January 6th debacle, Facebook removed it and suspended and limited my account. Yeah, it's, it's happening, you guys. The Chinese Communist Party is coming to America. Remember the movie Coming to America? That's what's happening, okay? We're not McDonald's, we're McDougal's. <laughs> it's coming, okay? Their bonds have seeds, ours don't. A little humor there. But if you saw the movie, you know what I'm talking about. But honestly, and let's, you know, joking aside, y'all, a lot of these young people that are in Congress, they fall, they put you in a little skip, which is a little small area behind the screen. You can't have your cell phone. They give you the gloom and doom story of the terrorist. And if you don't, you know, basically give up your rights on the uh, FISA applications, laws, policy, etc. You know, you, they put you in a category and trap you. So. And unfortunately, a lot of them fall for it. But it's the uniparty people that fall for it, okay? It just is. And that's just what happens. So, I just, you know. Anyway, these Congress members know full and well, at the end of the day, that what they did, they just do. They know good and well what they all did. It's the machine, y'all. They're using all the power for, I mean, against us. You can say that it's not, but it's, it's the Fourth Amendment. Okay, it is. It is the Fourth Amendment. I mean, there's no, Thomas Sowell said this. There are no solutions. There are only trade-offs. Yeah. I'm telling you, though, if the Republicans don't stick together, the conservative Republicans do not stick, stick together. We're all done, y'all. It's over. Seriously, please, please, please demand, please demand that our border be closed, that we stop giving all our money away to Ukraine, and don't give them another dime. Okay? Please. Money, power, extortion, D.C., I know. I understand. It's always been there. But right now, it is the most important parts of our lifetimes, okay? Maybe not in history because we weren't alive back, well, you know, hundreds of years ago. But right now it is. Right now it is. 80% of Congress is compromised. Foreign agents, pedophiles, so on, so on, so on. You know, they just are. And, you know, you may not believe that. And you might say Daryl's lost his mind. He's being too outrageous, whatever. Not really. Not really. 
We know what we see. We know how these people react. We know how these people lead from the top down. That's not the way true leadership works. Anybody who has been in business or basically had any sort of life at all knows that is not the way things are done. UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com is the podcast. Check it out. Nestled on the water in Ridgeland, Mississippi, Pelican Cove Grill. Food, drinks, boats, live music seven days a week. A family-friendly environment. Getting involved with important Mississippi community events. See you on the water seven days a week at Pelican Cove Grill. Your friends, our friends. Check out Chuckers Oyster Bar on the Res in Richland, Mississippi. A tradition for over 20 years. Weekend brunch, lunch, dinner, drinks, live music, and weekend DJ. Everything is going on at Shuckers seven days a week. It's not just a place, it's a family. Shuckers Oyster Bar on the Res. Brand new renovations and weekend cabins coming soon at Shuckers Oyster Bar on the Res. See you today at Shuckers. December 15th, 2023. 601-863-3200, the in-studio call line and the text line 769-208-3809. We're loaded down with text. We're loaded down with text messages. Thanks for getting involved on Facebook. It's Unleashed Entertainment Talk is the name of the page with the Facebook Live video. And the comment section, get involved. So, uh, Super Lane brought up the point regarding Clay Higgins and Lara Logan, who's been working extremely hard, very hard. I mean, since the beginning, regarding the the insane steps that the government took against their own people. And then, of course, we know the ludicrous so-called January 6th committee hearings with Benny Boy Thompson, Liz, fake... Republican Cheney. Anyway, Clay Higgins is the man, though. This guy has been telling it like it is for a while now. And a lot of people don't know him. But I'll tell you this. He's not scared. He is not scared. And he is vowing, vowing to take the leaders of the FBI that framed all the Trump supporters and Trump, for that matter, on January 6th, they're going down, they're going down. That's, I mean, that, that he's been sticking with this, okay? This is not something new. I mean, this part of the interview is new. But his decisions, his thought process, and his backbone in standing up to the ridiculous, and I do mean some of the Republicans, of course, the Mitch McConnells, all of those folks, Standing up to them in every single lunacy Democrat who only looks at things from one position only. One position only. So, if you don't know who Clay Higgins is, please go check Clay Higgins out. This guy is on it. He doesn't back down. He's a southern boy. He's in, in the police. I think he was in the part of the police force for many, many, many years, okay? And good. Somebody needs to hammer these people 
and the more people we have out there hammering away for justice and law and order and for going against Biden's DOJ, which we already know all the stuff they're doing and have done for the last three years and longer, they're just going to continue to run over the American people. And most of the folks in Congress and Senate are going to allow them to run over the American people. And these people are our elected officials that were sent to Washington, D.C. on our behalf. That's forgotten a lot, y'all. These are elected officials. They work for me, you. Okay? Clay Higgins gets that. I mean, he understands that 100%. So, again, if you don't know who he is, here's an audio clip from They're going down. These, these men, and their high perch, and their, their position of power and authority that are walking upon our entire history, our deepest core principles, they're not going to get away with it. They have so far. We'll see. Powerful people in this country, they want to make sure no one hears your, your voice. They want everyone to look at you like a far-right, crazy conspiracy theorist. Is that who you are? No, man. I'm a regular American man. I see there. A regular American man. A regular American man. But I'll say this about Clay Higgins. He's not going to stop, y'all. He's not going to back down. He's like a Rand Paul with Dr. Fauci. He's never going to back down on Fauci and as well as he shouldn't. We shouldn't, okay? We shouldn't back down on Fauci. Nobody should. He's not even an elected official. He's a 100% bureaucrat, okay? A bureaucrat, Dr. Anthony Fauci. I will always call that guy out as well. I just will. I mean, I just will. Just like I will always call out Dr. Thomas Dobbs that was here in Mississippi during the COVID-19 shutdown, okay? And that's what it was. Nothing more. It was tyranny. It was a shutdown. It was, oh, you're not, you're not essential. You're not essential. You can't even go work. You're not essential. You can't go work. Now, you know who pays for bureaucrats? The taxpayers. You know who the taxpayers are? You and me. That's who pays for bureaucrats. Because remember, they're not elected, y'all. They're not elected. At all. Move to Dr. Fauci. So now we've proven that Dr. Fauci is getting around-the-clock security provided by the U.S. Marshals. That means they station someone outside his house, the limousines take him wherever he needs to go to the airport. Why, if he's not in government anymore, would he get this? So we've been hearing these rumors. He announced his retirement, and then somebody said, oh, well, he still comes into the office periodically, and he still has his security detail, and we're like, how come? He's, not, he's no longer working. So we asked HHS early in the summer, we said, is he still working, and does he have this limo, and does he have a driver, and does he have a security detail? Well, HHS actually came back to us and said they haven't been paying for it since January. But then we discovered that Fox uh, did a Freedom of Information Act, and a judge forced them to say that, well, while HHS wasn't directly funding, 
funding it. The U.S. Marshals were funding it. So can you imagine, we asked the government, are you funding his limo and his driver and his security detail? And they say, oh, we're not doing it. Oh, but somebody else is doing it. And then we're reimbursing them. So it's a terrible uh, example of the government lying to its representatives and to the people. But also, why is a retired guy, the only retired official I know of that gets this kind of treatment is a former president. So I have no idea why this bureaucrat still has a limo driver, security detail, and we, we want to know, does he still get legal representation? Because I think he may need that eventually, but he's a rich man. His wealth increased by 30% during the pandemic. I think he ought to pay for his own security detail and his own legal defense if he needs one. Amen. Rand Paul has been ruthless with Dr. Fauci since the beginning. That man will never let up on him. That's okay. Good for him. He is focused in on the the insanity of Dr. Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci. And if you look into Dr. Fauci, it goes all the way back to the AIDS epidemic where he was deliberately doing more shady stuff than he did during COVID, okay? And you're welcome to fact check that because it's all out there, all out there. Someone texted me and said Fauci is clearly a government-funded witness protection, maybe, because if the marshals are involved, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even like to talk about Dr. Fauci, but, but, these are true things, y'all, that are happening in the country from one of the most insane guys that literally lost his mind over control because that's what it was all about. That's what everything is about with these people. Call your congressman today and tell them, speaking of what we were talking about earlier, tell them to vote no on that clean renewal of FISA 702. But guess what? Too late. Somebody sent me a message yesterday saying, call your local congressman, but they already voted, y'all. They voted. And like I told y'all, this is a serious issue. This is a very serious issue. The Democrats voted unanimously to stop any further investigation into the Biden corporate, I mean, corruption scandal. Even in our blindly partisan times, that is no easy rational, rationalization. That's why members are continuing to repeat the three myths like a mantra on the Hill. It's coming from Jonathan Turley, but it, it's so right. It is. With the formal approval of the impeachment inquiry into the conduct of President Joe Biden, the alarm and denial in Washington has reached almost an hysterical level. Yes, it has. Despite overwhelming evidence of a corrupt Biden family influence peddling operation, Worth millions of dollars, not a single, single, single Democrat member voted to inquire into the allegations. Of course they didn't. Like I told you earlier, no matter what policy is put in front of the Democrat Party, they stand together. Period. They do not budge on it. You know, that's what we're missing in the Republican Party. It is. You know, they will likely continue, continue to stick their, their, their mantra, you know, they just will. 
that there's no evidence. There's no evidence Joe Biden had anything to do with it. But the point of an inquiry or an inquiry is to find, to investigate. It's not to impeach. It's to investigate to see if somebody can be impeached. So they don't understand. They just don't understand. After years and years of suppressing all of the scandal, the media and the Democrats now admit, some of them rather, admit that Joe Biden and his uncles have long been involved in influence peddling. It's about time. But not enough people admit it. Not enough people admit it, y'all. The Biden brand is what they've been selling, the Obama brand. The O'Biden brand. That's what it is. That's what it was. That's what it always has been. Okay? Period. It just is. Democrats are again insisting that a complex, multi-million dollar influence peddling operation was simply (laughs) the product of Hunter being blacked out drug addict for some years the argument obviously you would have to be insane to believe that okay you would have to be insane to believe that it just does and look whatever happens to hunter biden joe biden's going to pardon him okay he might say he's not but you know he is it is It's just what's going to happen. You know, look, the question is his knowledge and involvement, not just the benefits, too, okay? That's what the Democrat Party is forgetting about and the rhino Republicans. But now, finally, Biden is at least facing an impeachment inquiry that will finally at least demand answers. Well, will we get all of them? Of course not. But not just on myths. On facts, the Biden's family influence peddling operation is, in my opinion, real. A lot more real than the trumped up fake charges on um, Donald Trump, of course. Okay? That's just the truth. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. The honest truth. So, there you go on that. There you go on that. So, if you are, are still, if you are still believing in any way that uh, they're not going after Trump, Donald Trump for anything and everything, but yet letting Joe Biden and his son and his family slide, then you know I don't know what to tell you. Okay. It's the same deal with what we were talking about earlier and all the other screwery regarding January 6th. It is the same thing. The two-tier justice system. The DOJ listening to Biden, working for Biden, or whoever's running the freaking country. Just like Clay Higgins brought up earlier. He has investigative skills, y'all, from the streets of Louisiana where he was a cop for years, okay? Those are skills that most people in Congress do not have, okay? They just don't. 
it all goes along with all of this. All of these things are tied together, which is just pure good versus evil. And that's all there is to it, okay? From the ridiculous <laughs> press conference that Hunter Biden himself did, you know, that was set up by Eric Swalwell, another incredibly horrible person. Anyway, all the way to the January 6th to everything else that we've discussed today and every day. Every day. It just, it just never stops, y'all. It never stops with these people. And with the Jack Smith, okay? Now, he, he has literally lost it because they've allowed the Trump derangement syndrome to take over their entire mind. They are obsessed, literally obsessed with Donald Trump. That's it. Obsessed, y'all. Obsession is a real thing, believe me. And they are completely obsessed. Just blows my mind every day how obsessed these people have gotten with Donald Trump. Now with Elon Musk, with Tucker Carlson, anybody that's talking about anything that has any type of common sense, they're obsessed on the derangement syndrome. But yet Jill Biden, Jill, <laughs> the first lady, tapped Hunter Games, which is a Christmas video, over at the White House to defund the police. You know, all this kind of activism stuff, okay? Activism stuff. These people won't stop, y'all. They're not going to stop. And the mayor of Boston, the mayor of Boston, you know, I'll let you look that one up. The mayor of Boston had a Christmas party. And just look at what she did, okay? It's a little homework for you, if you even want to waste your time. It's just beyond, it's beyond cancel culture at this time. It's beyond political correctness. It's beyond Democrats. It's almost beyond, well, it's definitely beyond liberals now. Cons you know, the old school liberals. It is progressive Fruit Loops, okay? And that's just what it is. That is exactly all it is at this point. So, that's all I got on that. That's all I got on that because it's downright crazy. Thanks for joining us, y'all. It is Friday, December 15, 2023. My name is D. 6.30 to 8.30 Central in the morning times. Also on the TuneIn app live stream worldwide at WBBP. We're also on Facebook live with the video feed in the comment section to involve yourself in the conversation. Just go to Facebook, type in Unleashed Entertainment Talk, pull up the page. You'll see the camera. You'll see the feed.
y'all. We're coming into the last segment of the show for this Friday edition. December 15, 2023, the Friday edition. Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Broadcasting live, Pearl, Mississippi. WPBP 104.3 FM, live on the radio. Also live on the live stream at WPBP, WPBP. On the uh, live stream at the TuneIn app. On Facebook as well at Unleashed Entertainment Talk, video feed, plus audio. And then we'll have the podcast up for you, y'all. Brought to you by Mobility Medical Inc., y'all. MobilityMedicalInc.com. MobilityMedicalInc.com. Great folks over there. They were chatting back and forth with me last night about Christmas. Just good America First folks involved. Speaking of Christmas, y'all. But it's about 10 days, isn't it? Yeah. Can't believe that. It's going to be 2024. Election year 2024. What will happen? <laughs> oh, my God. What will happen? We talk about that every day on this show because we're unleashed. We're unapologetic. We're uninhibited. Uninhibited. So let's get into this last segment of the show and uh, let's do a wrap on a Friday, wishing y'all the best weekend and all that good stuff. So we were just discussing, obviously, the two-tier justice system, what's going on, you know, all that stuff. So I was checking out Benny Thompson yesterday. I'm sorry, Benny Johnson, not Benny Thompson, because I was checking out Benny Thompson because Benny Thompson is a... uh, he hates us. I mean, basically, he wants to destroy us with the progressive Democratic Party. He wants to destroy the city district attorney, the prosecuting attorneys, all of that. That's what he wants. He wants that kind of America. He wants the Brandon Presley America. Okay. He's always been that way, y'all. He was also, like I said, on the January 6th committee, he was also in charge of writing that letter the DOJ, the FBI, and the um, everybody, actually, TSA, all of them, saying that the U.S. Marshals should be on the flights that the January 6th people <laughs> are on, not, you know, we have open borders and fentanyl, all that cartel, but no terrorists coming in. Let's not do that, though. Let's put that on the, let's put the Marshals on the flight with the 70-year-old lady that wore a Trump hat on January 6th and held up a sign. How does any of this make any sense in the country that we live in? So, I was listening to Benny Johnson, not Benny Thompson, and I was also listening to Byron Donalds confirming that Joe Biden will most likely pardon Hunter, like I said earlier. They're going to slow walk this entire trial with Hunter Then in the lame duck session of Congress, after Joe Biden loses to the freaking White House to Trump. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen, y'all. I mean, who wouldn't, I mean, who wouldn't pardon their son? I mean, but we know Joe Biden would. A, he doesn't know what he's doing, and B, he's always been a criminal, a crook. Crooked Joe Biden. Crooked Joe Biden. 
So final question for you. Again, a man who thinks through things uh, and game theories a lot. What happens? Does Joe Biden pardon his son and then say, well, I'm done here. Does he push it through to 2024? You have some people on the right, myself included, being like, please, please, God, don't take this man off the ballot. Like, this is one of the best things that's right. ever happened to the Republican Party. Uh, where, yeah. where, what's the final end point here? So what I think is going to happen is, is that uh, the Department of Justice, uh, their uh, charges against Hunter Biden, they're going to meander through the justice system. I don't think you're going to have David Weiss looking to move the start the trial next month the same way that Jack Smith is trying to do to Donald Trump. They're going to slow walk this entire trial. And then in the lame duck session of Congress, after Joe Biden loses the White House to Donald Trump, I think he's going to go ahead and pardon his son and they're going to walk off into the sunset. I truly believe that's what's going to happen. Yeah, who doubts that? I mean, really. Uh, again, someone with common sense. <laughs> someone with common sense. I mean, I 100% don't doubt that whatsoever. It's one of the better points, honestly. One of the better points. So Chris Martin just messaged and said they don't want to do anything positive for the good of the Americans. Okay? They just don't. They try to destroy President Trump every single minute of every single day because he is their worst nightmare. Yes, he is. Even on day one, he's going to be their worst nightmare. Okay? Even on day one, he is going to be their worst nightmare. They know it. We know it. They know it. We know it. I mean... And honestly, I've gotten a few texts, of course, about the Hunter Biden getting pardoned. Of course he is. We all see the plan. We all know what's happening. That's from Bella. And uh, got another text message. We the people already knew that. And we also know that the hatred and the chaos will absolutely continue from David. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. But yes, we know. I mean, honestly, we've been saying that a long time. And quite frankly, people have said that about Donald Trump. Okay? And they were, you know, last time when he lost in 2020, they were saying, oh, you know, we're he's going to pardon his son-in-law and his son and blah, blah, blah. But they never... <laughs> They never got Donald Trump because he didn't do anything except to mess up their plan. Okay? He wasn't like, unlike Joe Biden, unlike Joe Biden, he wasn't directly financially involved. He didn't need the money. Okay? So, we've gone from, you know, Hunter Biden did nothing wrong. Then we went to Joe Biden knows nothing at all. Then we went to Joe Biden's not directly involved, though, I promise. Then we're all the way up to Joe Biden's not directly financially involved. <laughs> they didn't just move the goalpost. They ripped it out of the ground and threw it across the field, y'all. Okay? tell You can tell by their answers, okay? You can tell by their answers every single time you can. You just can. All you got to do is listen. All you have to do is listen. 
this is crazy. I mean, I have a list. There's no possible way I can go through all of it. But it, it's so true. The impeachment evidence screen that somebody sent me, the impeachment against Trump, Democrat-affiliated whistleblower reported Trump wanted Biden corruption probed. <laughs> Obama, Hillary probed. That's it. Now, the list on the Joe Biden, where they say there's no evidence whatsoever, is about 20 pages long. You know, really? Hunter's business partners also confirm the big guy as Joe. I mean, really? The two IRS whistleblowers who've been working there for years and years and decades testified against him. But no, none of that's true. Eyewitness statements, more than 150 suspicious activity reports from the United States. U.S. banks. Come on, y'all. Joe and Hunter shared a bank account. And we're supposed to believe nothing happened? Obama administration, not knowing Biden would demand Ukraine's prosecutors firing. Come on, y'all. The Biden and the Obama is the same administration. It was then. It still is. Okay, it still is. And I'm just reading off a few things against them, okay? I mean, there's list after list, okay? List after list. Biden helping Hunter's Chinese business partners' kids get into the U.S. colleges. Did we forget about that one? Let me remind you. Let me remind you. Remember, there's supposed to be no, by any president, there's supposed to be none of that going on. But it is going on. Of course, it's always going on. But this is deliberately, deliberately going on. It's just unreal, all of these freaking... The FBI undercover asset reported bribery scheme and confirmed that the big guy is Joe Biden, y'all. Or Robert L. Peters. Come on now. Biden's unbelievably many fake email addresses, y'all. Biden's written letter to Hunter's business partners. This is all real evidence, but yet their so-called um, press secretary and the the analyst and the people that are actually running the country for Joe because he doesn't have a clue, they're going to always call it out as a, a lie. They just are. I put a meme up in our Facebook group yesterday. Mice die in mouse traps because they do not understand why the cheese is free. The same thing happens with socialism. Let that sink in. But yeah, back to the Biden and the rest of the insanity. Because we got to get this in, y'all. It's the last segment of the show. It's a Friday. These are things that are going on in our own country. The United States of America. The United States of America. You know, and I opened the show up talking about this day in history, December 5th, 1791, the Bill of Rights was ratified, okay? It was a compromise. 
following the Constitution's ratification, the first ten amendments proved the win for the American people, y'all. So we're talking about all this on an important day in history. Okay, we just are. And it's a good thing. People need to know. They also need to know about the incredible Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, big scandal. Hunter Biden proves that there's a big club and we ain't in it. Okay, we're not in it. We're not in the club. The reason I bring that up is because one of my uh, one of my uh, podcast listeners, who uh, just does you know videos from his phone or whatever, <laughs> sent me a video regarding this, and I'm like, you know what, Cliff, I'm gonna play that video because you're exactly right. This whole Hunter Biden fiasco should prove to everybody there is a two-tier justice system here in America. Let me tell you, you go and try to sell political access to the tune of millions of dollars, and let me know how that ends for you. I mean, I don't care if you're Republican, I don't care if you're Democrat, I don't care if you're Independent, Libertarian, Green Party. Donald Trump Jr. got forced to come into Congress to testify, be deposed, and Hunter Biden has a Democrat congressman, Eric Swalwell, giving him or, or booking him space to do press conferences. I mean, at a certain point, this just becomes a little too obvious that some people were in the club and some people ain't. Yeah, we ain't in the club, y'all. Okay? We're not in the club. They don't want us in the club. And I know the club. They don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Green, Independent. I am. We all know what's going on at this point. Everybody knows what's going on. Representative Mary Miller calls for the FBI to arrest and shackle Hunter Biden for refusing the congressional subpoena. Now, will that happen? No, probably not. But the two-tier justice system, the police state, we're all aware of it, y'all. We're all aware of it. Everyone knows at this point. This is not, hey, let's go out and fool the dummies, the stupid people. The, let's go fool them some more. Uh-uh. No, you're not doing it. Not going to happen. Just like Clay Higgins said, these folks are going down, y'all. And I truly believe that man, Clay Higgins, that he will spend his entire career going after them. Just like Rand Paul will continue to go after the evil Fauci. That's just a fact. It just is. And they should. They actually should. So, <laughs> anyway, another completely funny, <laughs> it, it's funny, but, you know, everybody knows. Everybody knows. This made my night last night when I was looking at videos to talk about on this show this morning. Just made me smile because everybody knows it's not a slip up. I mean, it was. Man, even if it was a slip up, okay, even if it was, you know, our so-called one of our so-called press secretaries or press people that talks to the press because we know Joe Biden will never talk to the press. Okay, he can't talk to a kindergarten class. How would he talk to the press? But you know, of course, Sullivan, the man. I mean, sorry, Kirby. The man that walks out like, you know, anyway, with more lies. 
takes up for Biden, no matter what. His only job is to fix what the crazy Joe Biden has said earlier in the day. That's his only job, y'all. But in the briefing room, it erupted in laughter yesterday when Peter Ducey called Biden, oh, Biden. You know why it erupted in laughter? Because everyone is aware, okay? But yet they're still pushing, they're still pushing the crazy agenda that Joe Biden is somehow running this country. Give me a break. Please, give me any kind of break. Um, <laughs> is President and only gay. Is President Biden, uh, is President Biden, <laughs> okay. Is President Biden, is President Biden. Yeah, we know. Good job, Peter Ducey. Good job, Peter Ducey. Uh, that made my day yesterday because of all the other sick, twisted things that are going on in the country. You know, because it was funny, but it's actually true. And I think that's why it's so funny to even Kirby himself, okay? Even Kirby himself. It just is not going to change, y'all. It's, it's not. With the, with the rhino Republicans and the Democratic Party, the far left, they're not going to change. They're not going to change. And like Tucker Carlson said, I, I played the clip earlier, but it's so true. Basically, every single power center in the country will do anything possible in their whatever they can possibly do in their own world to prevent Trump from winning. Okay, that's just, that's that Trump derangement syndrome. They can't get over it. They can't get right. They're, they're literally like the three women, four women on The View, the, all the ones that are insane, whoopee, the rest of them, evil, crazy folks, y'all, period. The deep state has committed great crimes, and they, they can't go back now. Okay, they can't. It's evident, like Tucker said, that these people were being preconditioned to believe that 2024 will be a wild ride, a really wild one. So that's that. There's definitely that's that's what's happening already, y'all. This is not anything that you know. Like Tucker admitted to it, he said, "Look, this is not something I'm predicting. This is something that's already happening." All you honestly have to do is open your eyes. That's all. That, that, that's all you have to do. There's nothing else. You don't have to be whoever. You don't have to call the future. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You just have to open your freaking eyes, okay? We talked about the ridiculous 147 Republican House members that signed the Spy on America FISA policy. They, they fell for it. They signed it, y'all. All the ones that said they wouldn't, they still did. All the ones that said they wouldn't, they still did, y'all. And I've got to get this next story in because it's driving me nuts. This Senator Durbin, he's still refusing to subpoena Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. How many years has it been? How long have they known about Jeffrey Epstein? Okay, was he a spy? Who knows? Probably. 
Did he work for the government? I don't know. Probably. Did he blackmail the heck out of people? Probably. But that's not the point. That's not the point, y'all. They have refused over and over for years to uh, refuse the to release those records, you know, refusing the subpoena over and over and over. Refusing a subpoena. I mean, why is Dick Durbin protecting Epstein? Why? Well, Jesse Waters is on a mission, and he's not going to let up. He is the new Rand Paul on Fauci. Jesse is the new Jesse on at Senator Durbin, and that's his Twitter X account if you want to message him and say, release the freaking records at Senator Durbin. Do it. I message him right now. That's the way we have to get these people. Whether it be our own in Mississippi, Roger Wicker, Michael Guest, Benny Thompson. Come on, y'all. Anyway, let's check out what Jesse had to say about this last night. Senator Dick Durbin still refusing to subpoena Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. We're running out of patience. It's been four and a half years since authorities raided the dead pedophiles' homes, and we haven't heard a peep. Powerful people want to keep you from knowing about Epstein's world. The FBI seized his electronics, surveillance video, and his flight logs. They know who visited the island and who was involved with the trafficked women. But without a subpoena, the FBI is keeping those people safe. Why would you not release these flight logs? Why would there be a protection of not going after releasing this information? Why would you not make public that information? Why would you not make public all of the video that has been captured from Jeffrey Epstein's Palm Beach townhouse, which the FBI has? I'm aware of the interaction with Director Ray from, I believe, last week or the week before. Our team would be happy to work on any formal responses. I'm not aware of any subpoenas that have come to the FBI. Normally, yeah, whatever, whatever, y'all. Do you ever get tired of the lies? Of course you do. We all do. Lloyd just sent a message saying Dick Durbin is also the crazy man that wants to let illegals, illegal aliens, join the military. That's right. He is. That's exactly right. Michelle Smith said, good morning. Send Durbin an email urging him to release the records. Yes. Yes. Do it. Do it. Do it. And then we'll maybe figure out that he's not going to do that. Perhaps Dick Durbin has a lot of personal history with underage teenagers or something that he's trying to hide. Of course, y'all. Why else would he be not releasing it? Okay. Why? Anyway, someone messaged me from out of town saying, James, I'm James, because he and Schumer are involved in the Jeffrey Epstein logs. Maybe they are. Okay, maybe they are. I don't know. I do not know. So, but anyway, this man is protecting people, Dick Durbin, that man being is protecting people who have done hideous crimes to young people, okay? We don't have to name them all, folks. Everybody already knows, okay? In what civilized nation can this occur? Is that the United States meaning that we're no longer civilized? 
That's a great text message I got from Scott. Thank you, brother. But yeah, good question. So is it to say now that the United States is no longer a civilized nation? Well, I can answer that for you. A lot of it is no longer a civilized nation. But a lot of it is, in fact, a civilized nation that we're standing up for each and every day on this show. And we're standing up for each and every day a lot of people are, okay? So let's be positive by ending this conversation on that note, which means a lot of us are standing up for a basic civilized nation, okay? We're standing up for the Christians, the flags, America, the country, our freedom of speech, Second Amendment, all of our other freaking rights in the Constitution that are well written by a lot smarter people than we will ever be, apparently, the framers. Anyway, thank y'all for joining us this Friday, December 15th. Do me a favor, have a fantastic weekend, y'all. Have a fantastic weekend. We're almost to Christmas time. Hang in there. I'll see you on Monday. It is UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. See ya. Thank you for listening. And remember, we must stand up and unleash. Be a part of Unleashed. Until next time, let freedom ring loud. Unleashed, uninhibited, unapologetic.